Welcome to the Microsoft Industry Experiences Team Podcast. I'm your host, David Starr, and in this series, you will hear from leaders across various industries discussing the impact of digital disruption and innovation, sharing how they've used Azure to transform their business. You can find our team online at aka.ms slash indxp or on Twitter at industryxp. Okay, on today's show, I want to welcome Waleed Ayub, who is Chief Technology Officer at RubiCloud Technologies. He is a product and technology leader with over a decade of hands-on experience, empowering talented teams, and building impactful enterprise SaaS products. Welcome, Waleed, to the show. Thank you for having me. RubiCloud is an artificial intelligence company and has created a cloud-native machine learning platform, especially for retail. Wally, can you tell us a little bit more about RubiCloud, maybe, and the solution that you created for retail? Yes, I'd uh, I'd be glad to. Um, so I, I'd, I'd like to start off by taking a step back and sort of realizing that there's there's this narrative that sort of has consumed us that retail is dying, that there is this massive sort of apocalyptic kind of story around around retail, and it goes something like retailers didn't innovate enough, therefore um, they're they're failing. It's more complicated than that, um, and I think what's what's actually happening is there's some fundamental changes that are affecting two sort of major axes of of the retail kind of pro- uh, problem, which is consumer expectations are are changing wildly in terms of what we want, when we want it, how quickly, and then that's kind of having a secondary effect on the supply chain, being able to forecast behavior, demand, um, and various things in your su- uh, supply chain. So in that sort of context, we built out this this platform that really focuses on data, making sure the data itself is accessible, clean, um, and available in sort of cloud agnostic environments or cloud native environments. And then the second is sort of the machine learning and AI being vertical specific and tackling problems uh, in those two areas. So on one hand, we have a solution that supports merchandisers manage their price and promotion plans as it relates to forecasting and optimization. And on the second hand, uh, on on the second area, it's more about uh, a solution that helps uh, marketers and loyalty practitioners build customer strategies and tactics based on data insights and, and AI. Curious, are you using your customer data to train your models or do you already have trained models in place that you use to an- just analyze customer data? So it's a it's a bit of a mix of both and I, and, th- and that's a that's a great question because it really comes down to both what's technically possible and sort of what the arrangements we have with our clients allow us to do. We train on each individual client independently, but we sort of inform the larger kind of framework of our models based on various kind of problem areas that we see. And I'll give you a quick example. Seasonality is a, is a very big sort of confounder or driver in being able to predict demand in a given time frame. So we can architect an algorithm that helps us properly identify seasonality as an input into, say, a forecasting engine. But then when we actually train that model, we train it on a particular client's data independently of of the other so that we're not really mixing data together. Best AI for retail. Why is retail so special? Um, so I think we can take it from from two perspectives. Again, you know, thinking about the data and and how the data needs to sort of be ingested, structured, and labeled in order for the second thing, which is the machine learning, to be true. So on the first hand, we have sort of uh, built our own tooling that allows us to express concepts in retail 
more specifically than you would in a sort of a general way if you're incorporating things like banking or telco. So we have a retail-specific data model and ontology around that that allows us to express various phenomena about retail in a very specific way, which then allows our machine learning and, and sort of the, the myth of artificial general intelligence is, is, is a myth for the very reason that the most advanced AI techniques today are very vertical-specific. Spe uh, the, the algorithms that, that you build to predict certain things about retail don't really lend themselves to, you know, labeling an image or uh, doing other things, say, in different verticals. So the way that we've built our system to be very retail-specific, I believe, gives us sort of that, that edge that uh, allows us to be very relevant and also very uh, custom-built for retail use, use cases. And then within that, certain sub-verticals within retail, like grocery or retail drug and certain other fast-moving uh, goods kind of uh, worlds. You know, I absolutely love how you describe the myth of AI. How are you using Azure to deliver on the solution that you just talked about? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because one of the biggest sort of things that have unlocked our ability to do what we do is, is, uh, is cloud and specifically Azure, making sort of elastic compute accessible to even the smallest startups like we were, you know, in 2013 and 2014. 14. So the democratization, let's say, of, of infinite compute has really allowed us to, to provide these types of solutions and, and services through our platform to our clients. But specifically, you know, the technology around data platforming and data warehousing, things like SQL Data Warehouse, some of the con containerization components, um, and also things like HD Insight, which allows us to, ex to access, you know, par parallelization in order to scale out our training and scoring of our algorithms has really helped us be nimble and agile in delivering these uh, services. So can you say a little bit more about how you use HD Insights in your implementation? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's two primary ways where HD Insight um, helps us out. The first is on that data ingestion component, especially when we're doing sort of batch ingestion as opposed to real time. When we're doing batch ingestion of data, uh, we're able to um, essentially parallelize some of those workloads by using a managed Hadoop service, which HD Insight is, in order to sort of speed up those processes, make them make them a lot more scalable. And then on a similar token, you can use them for certain machine learning workloads where you can, again, leverage HD Insight and the parallelization capabilities there to be able to run models uh, faster and scale them out. So if you're running you know, a training job on several terabytes of data, you can have that run a little bit faster, obviously, if you parallelize it across multiple machines, which, which things like HD Insight allows us to do. What is your partnership with Microsoft meant for you? There's a couple of axes on, on which I look at sort of the value of the Microsoft partnership. One of the, one of the main ones is, is the strategic alignment on, on go-to-market and technology. On, on the go-to-market side, we've seen how Microsoft has really started to adjust themselves or structure themselves to be vertical-specific. And that's really helped us because then we can both leverage and have meaningful relationships with the various kind of arms of the Microsoft world, very much geared towards our specific vertical, which is which is retail. And that go-to-market, you know, can be different depending on different verticals that, that you tackle. And so having specialization there helps. Um, and then the second being the technology piece, uh, the cutting edge aspect of the technology we see sort of some of the visionary aspects of what what's to come and we're the kind of company that usually latches on some latches onto some some of these technologies before the mainstream typically does and and having microsoft be a partner in that has been great obviously 
And then the second one I would say is um, is really being able to access a, a partnership kind of world that allows us to sort of enable that go to market to both help Ruby Cloud, but then also we can be that sort of retail expert within the Microsoft ecosystem that they reach out to and say, hey, you know, Ruby Cloud, what do you know about this particular problem in this in this vertical in retail specifically? And so we get to be that expert essentially, that vertical expert in that relationship. So you've just validated something that's been going on at Microsoft among a few teams, and that is that we've kind of arranged ourselves in industry verticals so that we can speak the language of the customer. And it sounds like you're validating that decision. Oh, I think that was a great decision. I think it was one of the decisions that really tilted um, our focus in terms of being, you know, leveraging that Microsoft partnership to the extent that that we do now. Now I get to ask you the really fun question. What are some of the more truly disruptive things that you see happening in retail? You know, I, uh, that's a great question. And I think, I think there's two ways to answer that. One of the ways is to really look at, it's kind of the common way that it's done, which is look at some of the, the, the sexier or more attention-grabbing technologies that, that exist out there. Things like, you know, robots and stores, you know, drones and things like that. I tend to err on the side of, of the sort of maybe the slightly more tangible or pragmatic component of it that's still visionary. And it really, for me, it's around that su- the supply chain. Being able to take what's a very complex process, you know, in some cases, you may be one, one retailer that has hundreds of suppliers, which then has, you know, thousands of, of suppliers behind them and being able to sort of have this abstracted kind of system that still fulfills things to your door, you know, in in a day or something. And the complexities that, that get created there, a lot of the problems within that complexity are really well addressed by certain artificial intelligence te- techniques. And I think that you're going to see a lot of innovation come out of that world, the, su- the supply chain world. And you're looking at things like automated fulfilling machines, right? Like there's certain companies that can take delivery routes and completely automate the sort of the execution of those del- delivery routes direct to customer homes based on real-time consumer feedback on websites, in-stores, and things like that, which is a very, very challenging problem, but one that is sort of almost uh, engineered for artificial intelligence as a problem space. And then there are similar things, like being able to manage future-looking demand. You know, what is my demand going to be six to eight weeks from now, given a whole host of things happening today, both in terms of my manufacturing supply and also what consumers are, are demanding and being able to have strong inventory positions and uh, inventory turns, which ultimately affect the bottom line and top line of a, of a, of a retail company. Um, so those are the kinds of areas where I tend to focus a lot of my attention and see a lot of the innovation starting to happen. This has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. Also had the distinct pleasure of interviewing you by myself, which we don't do very often on the show. Thank you so much, David. Yeah, it was a pleasure to chat. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Microsoft Industry Experiences Team podcast, the show that explores how industry experts are transforming businesses with Azure. Visit our team at aka.ms indxp. And don't forget to join us for our next episode.